Hello, everybody. Thank you back for joining me for another episode, and I'm so excited to be recording another episode. It feels like a while since I last picked up, and that's because the last episode, Truth or Drink, it says I uploaded it five days ago, but it was actually um, like recorded over a week ago. It just took me a while to edit it because there was a lot of like pauses and hesitations and stuff. So it's actually been about 13 days over a week, which is like the longest it's been um, between my last recording and now. So super excited to hop on. I just had my first week back at university, back from winter break, and I don't know about you guys, but uh, feels kind of weird. feels kind of iffy. The first few weeks, I always hate the most because you're getting used to your new professors, you're trying to find your classroom, you don't know what to expect, you're trying to like test the waters a little bit, see if it's a class that you can afford to skip, see what the course load's like, you know? And so that inspired me to hop on here and give you my best advice. As somebody who's about to graduate university in three months, I think I've done this enough times to come up with my best tricks on how to stay motivated, how I get good grades, how to romanticize school and enjoy the university experience. Um, so here we go, hot girl college survival guide. Let's get right into it. Okay, so my first one is a tip for all the girlies who have anxiety. I know that when you have a long pause from school and then suddenly you're like thrown back into the routine of going to school, going to campus again, it can be very anxiety inducing because you're, you know, you go from like not having any responsibilities, being able to F around all day, literally do nothing. And then all of a sudden you're thrown, like there's no warning, you're just kind of thrust back into it. And I don't know about you guys, but ever since I was a little girl, I would always get like the worst kind of anxiety jitters and like stomach bugs um, in those few days leading up to the first day of school. And, you know, back then when you're a kid, you don't know it's anxiety. I've never heard of anxiety before, but that's what I was feeling. This kind of like excessive worry that, I don't know, something was going to go bad or just like fear of the unknown because you don't know what to expect. You don't know what your teachers are like or whatever. And so I always had these nerves. Um, and I was kind of getting a little bit of that this year, um, before the semester, but then I think I've reached a point where, you know, I'm 21, I'm about to graduate university, I've done school, like, literally my entire life, there was never a period where I wasn't in school, and so I've just been doing this so much, where I think my brain just kind of knows now, it's like, okay, Jenny, girl, you have had a first day of school for, like, 19 years now. 2019 years has anything wrong ever happened on the first day of school the answer is no nothing wrong has ever happened on the first day on the first week all of my anxiety was just anxiety like nothing ever happened and especially in university I kept telling myself and kind of you know tricking my mind into saying the first week is literally just an introduction week profs just talk about um, what to expect in the class. They literally just go over the syllabus. I don't need to do anything. I just sit there. Before you know it, boom, it's done. And so I kept telling myself this. I was like, there's literally no reason to be worried. And I guess I'm a little bit late telling you guys because the first day has already happened. But you guys can keep this in mind um, when you have your next first day of class, right? Like just kind of calming your nerves and saying like, this is not your first rodeo. 
this is this feeling of nervousness has happened before and it'll pass and every single thing that I was ever nervous about in the past and I mean overall you know with like school especially like if I knew there's going to be a, a presentation I knew there's going to be a group project I had to work on I remember thinking back to it like feeling so anxious about it at the time but then it happens I do it presentations over with get a good mark whatever you just do it and it's done like I remember last semester in my French class, we had to do this play and it was so like anxiety inducing because I don't, I'm not in drama. I'm not a theater kid. And we had to like, you know, do this play in French, act it out and everything. And it was like super nerve wracking, but we did it. It was cringeworthy, but like it's done. That was literally it. And so I tell myself now, I'm like, hey, everything that I've ever been anxious about in the past, I did it and I turned out fine. I did not have anything legitimately to worry about. What's different about this semester? Nothing. And I think when I was in grade 12, so um, it was about to be my first last day of high school, uh, it kind of clicked for me too. I was like nervous about it all summer, but then when the first day of school actually came around and I was all changed in my first day outfit and I was um, watching the news while eating breakfast and the news was talking about how everybody was going to be back to school today. Normally, I would get very nervous about that, but that day um, in particular in high school, it just clicked for me. I was like, why, why am I nervous? I've been to this high school before. I've had a first day before. Like, I know my way around. It's not like I'm going to get lost. It's not like I'm not going to know where to find my classes. And I have classes with my friends. Literally nothing to be, wor to be worried about. Um, obviously, it's different if you are, like, transferring to a new school, if you're transitioning from high school to uni because you don't know what your classes are like and stuff like that. But I feel like once you reach that last year of whatever school you're in, if you're in middle school, if you're in high school, college, when you're in your last semester, you just, like, don't give a shit anymore because it's like, I've done this so many times. It is not my first rodeo. So hopefully that helped you guys a little bit about calming your nerves about whatever it is you're currently worried about. All right, my next tip... So this one is for all the people who want to be main characters, and that is to romanticize school. I have been doing this for as long as I can remember, even before TikTok was a thing and before this whole main character propaganda was a thing. I loved just like sitting in class and sometimes I'll zone out, but I'll be hyper aware of what I'm doing. Like if I'm just sitting in class at my desk and the prof is standing up and lecturing, I'll be like, whoa. <laughs> I'm in school right now. You know when you have those moments where you're like, whoa, I'm actually alive right now, I'm actually breathing? There is a teacher standing there and talking, and I am a student. Like, you know? And I think it's been easier now to romanticize because I know this is going to be my last semester as a student, and so I'm really trying to soak in every single moment, even if it's just like sitting in a boring class where the teacher is droning on. I'm trying to soak up every little moment because... This is going to be the one of the last times that I'm going to experience being a student, so I might as well enjoy it. And romanticizing school for me helps a lot if I'm wearing a cute outfit, if I have my nails done, which by the way, I just got my nails done today. I got an acrylic full set with like white French tips. And specifically because I like saw the other people in my class, they like all the, the girlies, they had their um, clickety clackety acrylics and they were like typing on their MacBooks and stuff. And I just love that whole like vibe and aesthetic. So I was like, hey, I want to get my nails done again. So like even putting on a cute outfit or something and like having fun getting ready in the morning and on the commute to, to school or whatever, even when you're just like walking through campus, when you plug in your AirPods and you like put on some cool coming of age 
playlist or soundtrack and you're just like thinking to yourself i'm a main character in a movie right now like how many movies have you seen where the where it starts off with a main character walking through the halls or walking through campus or like sitting in a boring classroom so many times so pretend you are that person and life just gets much more interesting you can also i mean you know getting involved in school really helps too so taking any opportunity you can to get involved with your school whether that's you know just going to football games, going to your dances, joining a club or something. Um, I love like going to coffee shops to study with my friends. And it's just these kinds of experiences that I know 10 years from now, I'm gonna miss. Like when you're in the moment, you're kind of like trying to get through the day, but I guarantee you 10 years down the line, you're gonna look back and you're not gonna remember what you learned maybe. You're not gonna remember, you know, the specific day-to-days, but you're gonna remember, ah, like I miss just sitting in a coffee shop with my friends, goofing around. We have our laptops in front of us. We have textbooks strewn all over the table and we're not getting any work done. We are not getting any shit done. We're just talking and we're laughing. And it's just those moments that really, really are memorable. Okay. My next one is more about how to, you know, stay on top of your schoolwork and get good grades. I always print out my syllabuses. This is more for college students slash uni, but um, a syllabus, that's like the course outline. So it tells you everything you need to know about that class. It tells you um, when your upcoming due dates are, what your major projects are. It describes what you have to do. It breaks down how you're going to be graded. I like to have a physical copy so that um, I can like highlight the important parts and then I can transfer it to my agenda so i have it in my calendar because you know when it's online it's kind of a hassle to like re-log into your student account every single time and then flip through the hundreds of posts that your teachers have to find the course outline you know when you have a a physical copy it's right there on your desk super accessible you can look at it anytime okay my next one is i already said this but writing down all the due dates in advance in your calendar whether that's like a digital calendar on your computer or you are old-fashioned like me and you like to have an agenda um, I write down because my agenda is one of those ones where it has like a day-to-day section so you can write out whatever homework you have for that day which I put to good use and then it also has a calendar for every single month and I write down my main assignments um, due dates for exams all that that will be a lifesaver for you so great way to stay organized Uh, my next one have an agenda (laughs) digital or print basically what I just said all right my next one make sure you guys have a good balance of rest make sure you guys are taking breaks you're taking those study breaks and you're doing something every day even if it's something small that doesn't require any thinking that is something you can do off the screen that you can just unwind right because i don't know about you guys but once i finish a class whether that's on zoom or that's in person like once I'm, I'm out of that class, I cannot just sit down and start my homework right away because I need a good break. I need a good break to decompress so my mind can unwind and not have to think about something. And then later on that night, I will start my homework, my assignment or whatever. But having, making sure you ha- leave those times and like room in your schedule for, you know, your hobbies, exercise especially, um, hanging out with friends is so crucial. You don't want to burn out. And I know, you know, especially if you work a part-time job while being a full-time student, it can be very difficult to manage. But even if it's something like taking 30 minutes to just like, I don't know, take a nap, eat food, um, but especially something that's off screen because straining your eyes is not fun. And I know when you're in college slash uni, especially that's all you do. 
all your assignments are online, you have to type everything up. So you really need a break for that, for physical and mental health. My next one, make sure you're getting lots of movement. I already said this, but you know, movement helps a lot with staying happy, staying healthy, and also reducing stress. Whenever I am stressed about something, I just like pound it out on the treadmill, not like hardcore. Like I could literally just be walking fast um, or doing like a slow jog, but it's still such a good way to de-stress. And I feel like once you get out those frustrations and that anger in a physical sense, it makes you feel physically so much lighter. And so whether this is literally just going outside, taking a walk, um, or maybe taking a walk on your treadmill, that's what I like to do, hitting the gym, um, taking a yoga class or something, doing a little at-home workout, making time for that is super, super, super crucial. Okay, my next one for getting good grades is to try to have at least one acquaintance in each class. And I know this can be nerve-wracking because you walk in, you don't see anybody you know, um, either that or it seems like everybody else already has their little friend group, but maybe try to find the person who's like sitting by themselves and you can go up to them and say, hey, I'm Jenny, introduce yourself. You got to make that that awkward small talk. I know, I know, but <laughs> this sounds kind of bad. I'm not saying like you're using them, but just like, you know, it's good to have those class friends because if you end up missing a class day or you need a, an extra help with an assignment, you can just hit them up. So make sure you exchange socials and stuff. So that way you have just one other extra person in that class. Um, or you could hit them up to maybe bounce off some ideas for a, a project or an essay that you're stuck on. And my next one after that, <laughs> this is for all you procrastinators or people who struggle with time management. To get good grades and to stay on top of everything, to avoid those last minute stay up all night sessions, you gotta just do a little bit every day. If you're somebody who maybe is more hard to self-discipline, I would suggest sitting down at your desk, zero technological distractions, silence your phone, chuck it across the room, and just like set a timer for like 20 minutes and just say, okay, I'm, I'm going to work nonstop until that alarm goes off and you can reward yourself, maybe some positive reinforcements, go get a snacky snack, go take a walk and then come back once you're rejuvenated and re-rested and go to work again. It's easier to set a timer and just say, okay, I'm just going to get whatever I can done in that specific time frame. It's way easier and, and um, achievable to get that done rather than to force yourself to sit down and say, okay, I'm not going to leave until this is done. You all know you're not going to get that done. So when you have a time frame, at least you're getting a little bit of something done rather than all of it at once. And what, for example, if you know you have an assignment or a test you have to study for a week or two weeks in advance, start at least one week in advance. That is always my rule. Unless it's something you know you can bullshit, which I probably shouldn't be telling you guys. That's not a good study tip, but that's what I do sometimes. Uh, but like a week in advance is a good frame to do, to finish a project, to do an assignment, essay, whatever it is, because it gives you those like good, like the first three days, for example, or no, sorry, the first two days, let's give the example of you have to write an essay. The first two days for me, I will just be researching and brainstorming, outlining what I'm going to write about in this essay. The third day will probably be Third, fourth day will probably be um, actually writing it, grinding it out. On the fifth day, I will like not do any of it. So then I can come back to it on the sixth day and look at it from a fresh start. And that's when I will start finishing it. And then I leave the last day. Um, it's always good to leave one or two days to edit the full thing. So that's my little tip. Um, highly recommend trying that. And Another way to stay motivated and on top is, you know, give yourself those positive rewards, making sure you're taking breaks. 
Um, if you're somebody who needs to like see a constant reminder, maybe you could set your home screen or your laptop home screen or whatever to like a vision board or like a motivational quote or something. Um, or it could be even, for example, if you know, okay, after the semester, I get to go on vacation to, I don't know, Bora Bora. That's, that's really shooting for the stars. But whatever you're looking forward to at the end of the semester, maybe like have a picture of that or have like a sticky note of that and put it somewhere that you'll see it every day. So you'll be like, okay, I'll, I see this and it's motivating me to sit down and get some shit done. All right. And when you're flooding with readings, this is mainly for the people who are in a major, like, in the arts, if you're in English literature like me, who um, have assignments that are more like reading, writing, analysis-based rather than science, memorization-based. Can't help you there because I can't relate. But um, if you are somebody who's flooded with a lot of readings, this is my tip. I actually haven't heard anyone else talk about this, but it's worked for me every single time. Um, if you have to read a scholarly journal for whatever class you're in, and you don't have time, okay? Like, I'm talking, it's one of those, like, 40-page readings that your prof assigns you, and it's, like, so much and so boring that you get, like, overwhelmed. What I do is I read the first page, and I read the last page, so that's, like, the introduction and the conclusion, and then I read somewhere in the middle. <laughs> and this works every time, because it's, like, it gives you a decent, not an in-depth, but, like, a decent, adequate enough overall summary of whatever this article is talking about because the first page is introduction so it's, it's setting you up for what it's about to talk about the last page is a conclusion so that's summarizing everything that was already talked about and then find somewhere in the middle if you need to pick out certain quotes or an, a specific example to use and to implement into your essay that's what i do um not saying you know this won't work for me, like if it's a book you have to read you know like a legitimate fictional novel or something but i just mean those like journals that you have to do Okay, and then my last one is a very general one, and this one is to remember that there is no one right college slash uni experience, and this goes for high school too. There is no one right experience, and I say this because as I'm graduating soon and I'm nearing my university journey, I look back and even though I've had good memories and I've met great people, I'm just like kind of ready to be done, to close this chapter and start a new one. And a part of me is like, okay, I'm excited, but then another part of me is like a little bittersweet, sweet, sad, because my university experience was definitely not what I expected it to be. And I feel like a lot of us come into it thinking we're going to meet our lifelong friends and we're going to like party it up and we're going to have these amazing memories. And it's, it's not the case for everyone. For me, especially, you know, I had the pandemic take away two years, so a lot of it was on online and then first year was really rough and lonely because it was a hard transition um and i'm in a good place now i'm like content with where i am but there is some some parts where i'm like okay but this is this is not the best four years of my life that everybody was telling me it was gonna be and so reminding yourself to be easy on yourself and that whatever path you're on if it's not what you expected maybe if you're having a harder time than you thought whether that's, you know, in, in an academic sense or a social sense, whatever, like if you're just not enjoying your college slash uni experience, just remember that this is such a short time in your life. It is not permanent. And that is either a blessing or a curse, depending on if you like it or not. But, you know, it's like high school. If you don't like it, you're going to be out of there eventually. You'll have a new phase of life. You're going to enter a new season of your life. And don't put pressure on yourself to be like, this is the best four years of your life. Because for a lot of people, it isn't. Um, and 
just just try to make the most of your situation i guess is what i'm trying to say but i'm gonna end it here hope you guys like this please give it a five-star review that would help it a lot hopefully this helped you in some space or capacity um and i will see you guys in the next episode all right take care of yourself use these tips and i really genuinely wish you guys the best of luck in your academic advisor eh, endeavors <laughs> i cannot speak all right have a good rest of your school year guys bye